want to welcome you to another episode of Money Matters Top Tips for Success, where I bring on business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives and have them share their top tips for success with you. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at AskAdamTorres to keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, um, signings, all that other good stuff. Love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, you can head on over to the website, moneymatterstoptips.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so excited to have John Ragsdale on the line today. He is the president over at TAP Innovations. Uh, John, welcome to the show. Thank you. Glad to be here. So um, I'm excited to get into um, how you're helping your clients with software solutions. Uh, but before we do that, let's get into your background a little bit more. Um, how did you get started in business as an entrepreneur? Great question. I've actually been in IT for about 25 years. Uh, mm. <clears throat> started out as a software developer and, and kind of grew up the, the chain. I've been a, a CIO actually the last 10 years. <clears throat> However, uh, over the years, what I've done is, uh, is, is I've developed tools, uh, call them digital tools, to help myself and, and my teams become more successful, more efficient, effective. I, I actually have a, an industrial engineering background, so I just I like to be um, efficient. <clears throat> well, over the years, those tools, have, uh, I'll say, uh, are not very scalable. <laughs> Um, and mm -hmm. so, you know, Microsoft Access, the script here, right, uh, really just uh, to help me be uh, uh, more efficient. Uh, about five years ago, <clears throat> I decided to upgrade my tools um, to be more web, mobile, social. Uh, and so I uh, leveraged an offshore developer. And this was while I was uh, in a CIO, uh, CIO role at the time. Mm -hmm. um, and, and, and then I realized that this digital toolbox uh, was super effective for that company. Um, I left that company and then uh, rebuilt uh, the software platform uh, for another company as a CIO. And, and that was my second aha moment, like, wow, this is really interesting. And then at that point, I realized that uh, this particular platform uh, could be sold and, and could, could scale for all sorts of organizations. So made the decision uh, two years ago, three years ago, to actually build this uh, platform for myself, a third-generation software platform, and decided to go out on my own and uh, and, and sell the uh, the solution and really expand it to. Um, I, I've been in healthcare for about 20 years, but really expand it to other industries. So uh, so yes, here here two years ago, uh, created a startup software company and super excited about it. Wow, that's uh, that's quite a story. Pretty amazing. And I think there's a lot of people listening that, you know, they're working um, in a company or maybe they have some ideas and they're thinking about, you know, how do they get those off the ground? And maybe they've done some things like you have. So you, you just see this need in the market. But there's always like that moment of decision. You said it was like an aha um, I would say, personally, it's almost like an, oh, no, I have to do this because uh, I'm not going to be able to, I'm not going to be able to forgive myself if I don't. Um, it, what, what kind of advice would you give uh, to that new, that new entrepreneur, that new would-be entrepreneur about finally taking that step to go out on their own? Well, it's a great question. I think one of the things that was super helpful is that I had a business partner, a gentleman mm -hmm. who uh, has worked for and, and with me over the last 12 years, literally in every position that I've been in, just one of those great um, people to uh, to work with. And so he was working 
with me at the time. And, and, and so he and I collaborated on the idea. So I wasn't really out on my own. And, and, and we decided that we could do this. And, and he's got uh, developer skills and he's got relationships offshore. So that helped a lot. But then the second piece um, to, to starting the company, we realized that we could build the software. We've been building software for a number of years and, and again, had built the platform twice for, for other folks. But we realized how in the world are we going to market and sell this? And so we both had families and realized that we couldn't step away. How are we going to do this? Well, I had a, a conversation with a, a business uh, partner um, in town uh, related to the uh, Perot family um, and, and really uh, realized that they could help market the platform. And so, again, that was another aha moment. I realized, okay, if I could partner with uh, an organization like that who had a wide, vast um, client uh, clients across the U.S., then that would help us uh, propel us down the sales marketing path. And so as a result, we went and built the software. We have a relationship with that particular organization to help us market the platform. But then it, it, it then opened up other doors to, uh, to market with some other similar companies. But again, having the business partner <clears throat> helped a ton. We could collaborate together and then having the opportunity to, uh, to uh, really uh, find a, a partner to help us market it was really the, the, the key to getting it going. Man, I love that story. And the reason I love that story so much is because I think a lot of entrepreneurs or even would-be entrepreneurs out there, um, they don't necessarily always um, think outside the box in terms of what, 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 um, what would take me to this next level. And so what I mean by that is, so here you are, you have, like, there may be some people listening to this right now that they're like, hey, you know, I have this software, I have this product, and I have this skill set here building this software. And, but I don't have, um, you know, the, the sales platform, or maybe they don't even have the, the, the inclination to want to do sales or the ability to do sales. They may not have that skill set because they've been working in a whole other field their whole life. Um, but what you did essentially was you, you, you found a way to solve it. You said, well, there are, are, it just happens that you were able to, to know of the, um, the um, introduction that allowed you to, you know, plug into that other organization. But if you hadn't known that one, that would have logically been your next step. You would have said, I'm going to go find that organization because that's what's going to take us to that next level because ultimately that's what we need. Rather than reinventing everything or feeling like you have to do it all yourself, and to let the the idea or the software in this case um, either succeed or fail based on your skill set in growing maybe a, a type of organization on the other side that you had it in the past, operating on the CIO side more than the biz dev side, um, pretty straightforward, but finding someone to compliment you. I love that story, and I think that's very hopeful for a lot of people listening um, that are in that situation. Um, Let's let's talk a little bit more about um, what you're currently doing. I know I know we've been we kind of been mentioning it, but let's talk more about um, TAP. So, what kind of um, clients you mentioned as a platform? What kind of clients are you helping, and what are you helping them with specifically? Well, great question. We we really start with uh, it's a really simple, straightforward, one line uh, sales pitch, um, and and so TAP is not about to. To replace big systems, but we play in the gaps in between big systems. So we lead with this one statement. Tell me about your manual efforts and spreadsheets. 
Now, if you go back and think about the acronym that that, uh, that, that spells, Manual Efforts Spreadsheet, M-E-S-S. So what mm. we do is we look for the mess, right? We look for messes, right? People create messes all over the place in all industries um, where there are big systems. When I say big systems, could be an HR system, finance system, point of sale. Where those systems fall short, there are gaps. And they don't really do everything you want them to do, so you create a manual effort to spreadsheets. And so we look for the messes, and people love that theme, right? They, they gravitate to the theme. And then what we do is we have a digital toolbox. We've built these common digital tools that are integrated, right? So it's a web, mobile, renders on all devices. We've got a security platform. We've got a, a, a way to capture people, a way to capture entities. We've got a task. Uh, solution. We've got a, a business intelligence solution. So we've built all these tools that work together. And so when I find a mess, I reach into my digital toolbox and I grab tool number one, three, five, and eight, and I solve that particular mess. When I see another mess, I reach in and grab tool, you know, three, six, nine, and ten, and I solve that particular mess. So it's a really <clears throat> a simple idea. And what it does, the digital toolbox like any toolbox, gets you 60-70% uh, down the, the path to a solution. And then based on the, the situation or the integration needs or whatever might be custom to that particular client, we'll build the remaining 30-40% to round out the solution um, in the TAP platform. Now, some examples uh, of that are, are the following. <clears throat> We're actually talking to a, uh, a bank, uh, I call it a mid-tier bank. They've got about 40 locations here in the uh, Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex. And they, uh, we talked about telling us uh, about your manual efforts and spreadsheets, and they went, oh, my gosh. Our first thing that came to their mind was their consumer checking process. So they uh, to bring in a new uh, checking customer takes about 20 minutes today, and it's just, gosh, awful manual and and long, they have to log in to five or six different systems. Uh, they re-enter data three and four times, and, and, and it's a bad customer experience for the customer, bad uh, experience for the banker. And so we're, we're bringing our tool set to uh, eliminate the, the multiple logins, eliminate the, the duplicate entry. We're leveraging some, some tools like RPA, robotic process automation, and again, our security tools to deliver a really robust solution that will reduce the, the, the onboarding process from 20 minutes, our target is about five to seven minutes. <clears throat> so that's one example of, uh, of us uh, solving the mess for a particular bank. Oh, that makes a lot of sense. And I mean, when you think about the productivity uh, and what the metrics look like uh, for solving that problem on a 20 minute versus a five minute, I mean, I can't even imagine what that's gonna look like after it's been implemented for a certain amount of time. Amazing, right? They are they are beside themselves uh, excited. Uh, in fact, they've already said, "Hey, you know, once you solve this for our consumer checking, let's go over and solve it for the business checking." <laughs> oh man, I love that! I love that, and I mean, it just makes things so much more efficient. And I mean, I'm I'm excited to see what happens. And I know that, and I know that you know many businesses have these messes, as you called them, um, what size company? So if somebody's listening to this and maybe they have some messes that need to be cleaned up. Um, I love your acronym, by the way. They, they, they love <laughs> some messes that need to be cleaned up. What size companies do you work with? 
You know, we focus on the small to medium business market, right? That's uh, There's a huge need there. Um, it's typically a lower IT maturity. Um, and so we can quickly step in uh, and, and really deliver solutions quickly. So somewhere between, you know, uh, 10, 20 uh, people all the way up to 1,000 people, right? We've delivered, actually, we've delivered solutions at the 15,000 uh, person level. But somewhere in that small, medium um, business market is our target. No, that's great. And um, what is the, if somebody's listening to this and they fit that, uh, they fit that um, demographic, what's the best way for them to reach out to learn more about CAP Innovations? The, the best way is if you go to our website, it's uh, www.tapinnov.com, and, and we've got lots of use cases out there, again, in multiple industries, from the, the banking industry to the healthcare industry to an e-commerce uh, example to restaurant groups, you name it, right? Their mess is all in all industries. Uh, we've got lots of use cases out there, um, lots of information on our website, but you can also get a lot of information if you want to follow me on LinkedIn, uh, at John on IT. Lots of information we, that we publish uh, on a regular basis uh, in terms of use cases and information. Oh, that's awesome. Um, well, hey, John, I just want to thank you for coming on the show. I appreciate you uh, telling us more about your background and also how you're cleaning up messes for your clients. Um, and to the listeners, <laughs> as always, oh, I'm using that one for a long time. And to the listeners, as always, uh, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, leave me a review, um, do all those great things we do to support our podcasters. I uh, really appreciate it. And, John, thanks again for coming on.